My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's topic for discussion will be suffering. Now, when everything is going well, many of us forget that we are mortal and that life is fleeting. We live in a valley of tears, and whether we like it or not, we'll all face suffering at some point in our lives. Think of all the hardships we face in life, even on a daily basis, as we try to pay the bills, put food on the table, and raise a large family. In addition, many of us have suffered emotional, physical, and spiritual duress. Any discussion on suffering, love, and mercy must include our Lord's passion. Our Lord requested to St. Faustina that we meditate on his passion. He told her, There is more merit to one hour of meditation on my sorrowful passion than there is to a whole year of flagellation that draws blood. The contemplation of my painful wounds is of great profit to you, and it brings me great joy. And he told her on another occasion, Remember my passion, and if you do not believe my words, at least believe my wounds. St. Faustina wrote in her diary, Today during the Passion service, I saw Jesus being tortured and crowned with thorns and holding a reed in his hand. Jesus was silent as the soldiers were bustling about, vying with each other and torturing him. Jesus said nothing, but just looked at me, and in that gaze I felt his pain, so terrible that we have not the faintest idea of how much he suffered for us before he was crucified. My soul was filled with pain and longing. In my soul I felt great hatred for sin, and even the smallest infidelity on my part seemed to me like a huge mountain, for which I must expiate by mortification and penance. When I see Jesus tormented, my heart is torn to pieces, and I think, what will become of sinners if they do not take advantage of the passion of Jesus? In his passion, I see a whole sea of mercy. I want to talk about those that are involved in church work and ministry and very active in their local parish. Often those doing work for the church find that the challenges, frustrations, and sufferings endured are so severe that they want to quit. Opposition from Satan and the hypocrisy of those calling themselves followers of Christ lead to increasing frustration, discouragement, and anger. However, let us reflect on the advice that Reverend Shapashko gave St. Faustina. If the things you are telling me really come from God, prepare your soul for great suffering. You will encounter disapproval and persecution. 
They will look upon you as a hysteric and an eccentric, but the Lord will lavish his graces upon you. True works of God always meet opposition and are marked by suffering. If God wants to accomplish something, sooner or later he will do so in spite of the difficulties. Your part, in the meantime, is to arm yourself with great patience. Do we accept the fact that we are imperfect, that we all have faults and weaknesses? Do we recognize that we are frail and need God as we traverse this valley of tears? Do we accept our disabilities, faults, and defects out of the love for Christ? And yet our own trials of life, they give us an opportunity and often even force us to question our relationship with God. St. Faustina wrote, Strangely, God sometimes allows them, but always in order to manifest or develop virtue in our soul. That is the reason for trials. St. Paul wrote, For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Because we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. If we allow it as St. Faustina did, suffering can open the door for spiritual growth and a greater realization of one's total dependence on God. For example, a person with an addiction probably will deny a problem until he hits his bottom. Healing will occur through the acceptance of the problem and the realization of the need for God. When we give our sufferings and crosses back to him, we live the words of St. Paul. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And in Second Timothy, if we have died with him, we will also live with him. While Scripture is filled with accounts of healings, our particular healing will occur only if it is compatible with God's will. For those for whom suffering is part of his plan, we should reflect on Jesus' words to St. Faustina. Help me, my daughter, to save souls. Join your suffering to my passion and offer them to the Heavenly Father for sinners. And on another occasion, my daughter, meditate frequently on the sufferings which I have undergone for your sake and then nothing of what you suffer for me will seem great to you. You please me most when you meditate on my sorrowful passion. Join your little sufferings to my sorrowful passion, so that they may have infinite value before my majesty. We must remember that Jesus, as head of the church, was suffered and beaten and bruised on the road to Calvary. Why should we as members think that we will be revered and sprayed with a sweet-smelling perfume? Our attitude to suffering should be that of Christ. He told St. Faustina, When I was dying on the cross, I was not thinking about myself, but about poor sinners, and I prayed for them to my Father. I want your last moments to be completely similar to mine on the cross. There is but one price at which souls are bought, and that is suffering, united to my suffering on the cross. So today, let us keep that attitude of hope, offering our trials up to God to build up his church. Let us keep our eyes on the finish line. Let us run the good race and fight the good fight. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cynicals, 
and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic Adoration for the Sick and the Dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.